Hi guys, I'm in Manly filming the first ever Guru video and this is an interview with the lovely Jess Rufus, founder of Calabasaurus. So Jess, thank you for coming today. Thank you for having me. I've heard you describe Calabasaurus as a matchmaking site for brands and yeah. also a cross between LinkedIn and Tinder. So I'm sure viewers who don't know what Calabasaurus is yet would probably be very intrigued by that analogy. <laughs> Would you like yeah. to describe further? Well, I mean, Clubasaurus, it works like a dating site, just in terms of how it works, but pretty much what it is, it's an online platform for brands to find great opportunities for exposure with other brands. And what I kind of mean by that is strategic partnerships. So you can do anything from product creation to event collaborations, referral partnerships, social media cross-promotions and competitions, that kind of thing. So. Collabosaurus allows you to find suitable, relevant brands who already have audiences who would love your product and love your service already, so that you can connect with those brands and do something cool and grow your business. Is that way. as well as like complementary skills and assets? So if I'm an event planner, yeah, I would maybe pair up with a food provider. Absolutely. So with that, um, Collabosaurus makes sure that all of the partnerships are really mutually beneficial. So to get what you want to achieve, you need to give something back essentially. So Clubosaurus is all anonymous, but you need to list your assets, um, your marketing assets in that. So for some people, you don't have to have a big budget or a big social media following to do it. You can have assets like excess product or you can have assets like, you know, the event planning or styling or photography or graphic design, it could be anything. You can even be an Instagrammer, I've heard. So exactly. it's really anyone can do yeah. it. So I just want to know, how did you come up with this idea? Was it something out of necessity, something you needed yourself in your own work, or was it just like a stroke of genius? Oh, well, you know, stroke yeah. of genius. Now, I think, um, I mean, I was working with a lot of small business owners, and then before that, I was working in PR, so with bigger companies and events all the time, and I think I just, I got frustrated with how much time it took to source relevant partnerships and then negotiate mutually beneficial partnerships too. A lot of small businesses get taken advantage of, um, which is such a shame, and then they often don't collaborate again or find strategic partnerships again. Um, there's also a frustration in if you're wanting to launch into new locations, like for example, New Zealand or the US or Canada, like I'd Lots of businesses don't know where to start. Yeah, there. it'd be hard to find exactly. an actual person to There's collaborate. There's so much research that you'd need to do first before you'd even reach out and then try and get a partnership going. So I think I'm creating something that I would have loved to have myself. I mean, our next step for Clabasaurus is to really launch overseas and build those opportunities there so that Australian businesses can get incredible exposure in the UK or the US or Canada and vice versa as well. They equally want our market. I'm sure that would also help um, Australian businesses break into new markets exactly. through collaborations. That can be almost be another yeah. whole thing that collaborations yeah. do. So um, outside of collaborations done through Collabasaurus, what are some of the risks involved? So when you're not right. on this site. Right. So, um, oh, you mean when you're not finding... Yeah, when you're not on Clavisaurus, what, what are the risks involved? Well, it's more, it's very time consuming for one. Um, there's also a little bit more of a chance of getting taken advantage of and things like that, just because when you start a conversation, it's not preset what you're looking to gain and what they're looking to gain as well. So Clavisaurus kind of builds borders around that so it's much easier to negotiate. There's also that kind of fear of rejection as well, which I think a lot of people do 
get and um, it can be very intimidating approaching a big brand as well for partnerships and a lot of people don't do it in sort of the correct way without saying, sounding harsh. Sure, yeah. A lot of people kind of approach big businesses and say, hey, this is who I am and this is what I do and I'm great and I'd love to collaborate with you and the big business is going, well, what's in it for me? So, so Candice Collaborators provides a structure, structure where you're presenting yourself in the best way. Exactly. And it sort of and it opens up opportunities that you might not even be aware of. And you know that everyone on the site is already interested. They're already ready to collaborate and they're matched with you for a reason. So the chances of you securing an awesome collaboration out of that is super high. I think my next question is um, before so before all of this, you're now you've launched your own business. You're yeah. in the enviable position of being your own <laughs> boss, all that stuff. But yeah. what are the challenges involved in leading up to that? And even now that you are your own oh boss, are there gosh. challenges that people who are going to get into starting their own business should be prepared for? Oh, absolutely. I think um, running a business it's fabulous, and I wouldn't change anything for the world. But I think you know it can get lonely, so I think you've got to safeguard yourself against that as much as possible, particularly in the early days network your butt off that's been so so valuable for me um, and just surround yourself with people I know you hear that a lot but that's because it's true <laughs> yeah so I think I mean I've recently moved into an office that's a shared space with one other company so it's myself and um, you know a couple of other people and then another it's a graphic design studio and it's just so fabulous to be around other people it's so funny how much of a difference that makes. I'm so. sure that like being in that collaborative space, yeah. you can always bounce ideas. Especially exactly. if it's a graphic designer, that's a very handy person to be exactly. in the office with. Exactly. And it's like, you know, if you have a great network of people who are doing similar things to you and, you know, are successful in different fields, you know that they're a really credible source of information. So I have friends who've also got tech startups and stuff and they're a phone call away if I just need to bounce an idea off or, yeah, and it's just so valuable. And aside from Collaborosaurus itself, you also had the Collabora Lunch, which yes. is a great space to actually network person <laughs> to person as well. Yeah, um, I love those events. I, you know, and that's another thing, I've created something that um, I wanted myself. So I wanted a lunch that was, I mean, I'm a foodie, as yeah. you are. Yes, <laughs> so, definitely. I mean, I, put on, I always put on lunches that's like fully catered, wine, it's very relaxed, it's like a Q&A. very casual. Casual, yeah. exactly. So that whole sort of stigma around networking which can be so exactly. horrible is kind of removed a little bit and um, we try and bring in um, experts from a range of different industries who are doing lots of different things in different ways and at, at different stages as well because it's just you know no business is ever an overnight success so it's really exactly. interesting to talk to people who are very successful but at different stages as well. That kind of leads me on to my next question. I think sometimes it's often overlooked how long it takes to start a business. So I'm just wondering from the point where you decided I'm actually going to create a business, um, <laughs> yeah. how long did it take to launching? Yeah. Years, months? You know that's really an interesting question. I get asked that a fair bit actually. I came up with the idea in July, um, in July of one year, about two years ago. July and then I didn't really do anything with it because I wanted to make sure that I was in love with that idea and obsessed with it because I seem to have business ideas all the time. <laughs> That's such a good idea because yeah. like, you do, I've, I I've done it myself and you doubt yourself yes. and then you're like, why am I You've doing this? You've got to sit on it. You've got to sit on it for a while and make sure that it really becomes meaningful to you. So I had the idea and then I didn't tell anyone about it. I sat on it for a couple of weeks and then I did little bits and pieces like, you know, loosely plan out how that whole thing would work and then I... You know, talk to a select few of really trusted people um, about what they thought, 
and then from there things kind of snowballed I mean by chance I secured an investor and that was just by asking someone's advice that I respected and I said you know what do you think of this idea and he came back and he said well you know I'd really like to support you in this and can I invest so that kind of got things moving very quickly and that's just sort of fate I guess but between having the idea and actually launching the business that was almost a year so there's a lot of planning and stuff that needed to go into that and um, I mean nothing's ever quick enough for me so that was me putting the rush on it you know Um, so I my advice is definitely don't rush it because now I'm paying for the mistakes I made in rushing it launching early as we were just talking about before You know, we're just in the middle of redoing the whole website, which is very exciting. It's going to be so, so good. But, um, yeah, if I had sat back and waited a little bit longer, I think I could have avoided this sort of costly new um, rearrangement now. <laughs> I guess that is true. But there's always, like, especially with digital business, there's yeah. always such a pressure to get things done, yes. get things out there without having it fully planned. My second question would be, I, the investor you said, was that, like, one of the milestones where you could see things actually happening getting to where you wanted to be yeah you know it's really funny it's like it's like having someone really believe in you and back that belief as well it's it's really nice for someone to say yeah that's a great idea but you know that all of your friends who love you are always going to say yeah that's a great idea and you should do it but if you speak to someone who as I said is like credible and respected and has kind of been in that space before their opinion matters so much more Um, And the fact that, you know, he was willing to put money behind it, it was just so, so lovely. And it just made me go, okay, it's a good idea. This is what we have. So do you think it helped with your drive a bit that you knew that this was like, this was something you could do? It keeps you accountable too, because, you know, someone else is funding your dream. So you have to prove it, prove that it's going to work and you've got to make it happen as well. But I mean, back to my other point as well with, um, you know, the website build and rushing in and stuff. We were talking about done is better than perfect, and I still believe in that, absolutely. And there's so much testing and measuring that you need to do. So with Collabosaurus, when we started, it was me and five friends testing that the site would work, and, you know, we thought we had it together. So, And we didn't want to pour so much money into this huge website if we didn't know it was going to work. So we tested an MVP product, um, and then... Now that we have a huge membership base of almost 2,000 businesses using the site, we can see what needs to change. So we it's, probably put it's, more money into exactly, it Exactly. It's an informed decision rather than just a whim. And so kind of test things out at the start with what you have, be exactly. resourceful and then put money into exactly. it. Exactly. Test as work. much as you can for free or for as little cost as possible, which is why social media is so great. Were there ever moments of doubt oh, like yeah. where you're like, oh, what am I doing? What, yeah. what am I doing? There are weekly moments of doubt. (laughs) That's just all part of it, I think. But um, yeah, and look, I think if you are running a business and running a startup, it does feel like sometimes the whole world is on you. But, you know, your whole future and everything depends, you know, it's your decision and you, you make what you make of it. So you've got to keep a positive outlook and stuff like that. Not to say I don't have moments of doubt. I always have moments of doubt, but it's how you pull yourself out of that. I think that's important. I guess it come, kind of comes with the territory as well. It's almost like you need to recognize, yeah, you will have that fear, but you yeah. almost need to just push on because you know tomorrow exactly. you won't, it won't be a problem exactly. for you. And I think know your triggers as well. Everyone's different. So I know what sets me off into that self-doubt train and um, I know what gets me out of it. So if I go for a walk or exercise, that massively pulls me out of that whole sort of down in the dump feeling. Um, and also take days of rest because I know early on um, I was pouring, oh my gosh, like 80 hour weeks into Clavosaurus and I'm 
working other jobs as well um, to fund it. So I think it was really important just to take a day off. Some of your best ideas come on your days off. I'm sure. So, yeah, but then you yeah. want to probably get back into it. So exactly. You to, like, make sure yeah. You're but it's a more of a positive sort of yeah. move forward. So you don't burn out, I guess. As yeah. Well. Don't do things because you feel like you have to do it, and it's you know then it becomes a chore, and you stop doing what you love. Do it because you're excited about it. And you're motivated about it. Awesome. Yeah. So um. Another Another thing I'm wondering is, as the founder of Clubosaurus, you must have witnessed some fabulous partnerships. Is yes. there any standout moments? Oh, I'm sure look, they're all great. Is oh, there, pick one. Yeah, look, there's so many because there's big and small businesses collaborating, there's big and big businesses collaborating, and small and small as well. But I mean, there was one partnership that happened between um, Topshop, Topshop Topman. They were running a student event in Melbourne and they used Clubosaurus to partner with a local Melbourne patisserie. And it was so lovely to see this huge fashion yeah, company with they had a three hundred thousand I think social reach and like email list double that size. Collaborate with a little small Melbourne patisserie because of the assets that patisserie had. They provided stunning designed Instagrammable, you would have loved them, donuts for this event. Um, they got heaps of social sharing, all the crediting and stuff, and it was really great to see these businesses help each other grow and help each other create an Exactly, because that, that small patisserie would have had what they wanted, the style and exactly. stuff, but for them to have such a big business, yes. like take them on for, yes. for an event, that would be so big. That No, it was so good. It was so exciting for them too. Yeah. So lastly, I just want to talk about social media because it's become such a big thing. You almost like can't beast. exist in business yes. if you don't have a social media presence. Yes. Do you do all the social media for Clavisaurus? I do. <laughs> is it hard to keep on top? Is, it, is there some, um, I guess, some social media platforms that you prefer or you maybe mm. pay more attention to? I pay like 90% of my attention, of my social media attention to Instagram just because the engagement is so high. Um, I found it's just been the most <coughs> valuable in terms of conversions and things like that. Um, Twitter is growing, but that's more of an international beast and yeah. same with Periscope. So I've seen a lot of value in Periscope, but the great thing with Periscope is that it's quick and easy. We just did one two yeah, seconds ago. It's quite and casual. You just do so it casual. Spot. And it took two seconds and then that's done. Whereas Instagram takes a lot more planning yes. and scheduling and things like that. There's different apps to, exactly. to run it, to photo editing. Exactly. So, I mean, I do manage all of my social media myself, but there's some incredible tools that I use to automate it and save me time. So I use Meet Edgar or Twitter, which is amazing. And I, that runs schedules for about three weeks at a time. It's fabulous. So I don't have to think about it. And then Schedulegram for Instagram. And Facebook, I do manually and share sometimes through Instagram, just because the yeah, engagement is so low. Yeah, Instagram is. Yes, that's yeah. almost my only communication on Facebook now is kind yeah. of through the Instagram posts. Exactly, or Facebook advertising. I think Facebook's probably the most valuable for advertising rather than posting anymore, just because of the algorithm. It only shows you shows your post to about three percent of your audience or something, unless yeah. you're advertising. So and you almost like I, I, when I did it for my own business, it. It kind of gives you almost like a guarantee type thing. They're like, mm. we'll get, you want to have paid this much for no. 50 people to view it, yeah, or 50 likes or something mm. like that. So it is, it is quite useful. Yeah, that it's way useful as well. for advertising, definitely. Yeah. So I think my last question is just, how do you keep up with the consistency of like posting stuff? So I know you have Schedulegram, but is it hard to like keep, I guess, keep on brand the whole time? It is, yeah, it definitely. Is. Especially like, I mean, it's. I think it's impossible if I'm managing all the social media all myself. It's impo- and running the business. 
it's impossible for me to create all of my content. I try and create as much as possible, but it is impossible to create all of it. It is. So um, just as much time goes into sourcing content that's on brand for me, and that's going to be of interest to my audience as well, because that's really important. You don't want to be posting things that are... Yeah, exactly. And you're, and you're, you do so many resources. You do the webinars. We did a call campaign recently, yes, they were really Collaboraland good. Periscope, which I'll put the link in in the video because that's <laughs> such a useful resource. I think everyone should check it out. It's so useful. We did one today, so maybe you'll see me if you, if you sign up now. But, um, but yeah, thank you for, for sharing with us today. No worries. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was great. And so yeah. I'll also put the link to um, Clabosaurus. Everyone can check it out. But there will be changes, but I suggest getting yes. on it now. I'm on it now, so... Well, then if you're on it, then you become discoverable, and it's free to sign up, and it's free to view your matches anyway. So and you can create your projects and then exactly. archive them, and then when you want to launch them, you can exactly you can sign them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, thank you, Jess. Thank you. See you guys.